0: My mom, she used to be on the more conservative side. I remember she watched the movie Milk back when it came out, and she said something like, you know, I wanted to like that movie, but there were just too many guys kissing each other.
1: You know, mm-hmm. like, that that
0: was sort of her attitude towards it, but after coming out to her, and then years of her watching Oprah, like, I, I genuinely think, like, that's what changed her mind. Like, like <laughs> she's opened her mind a bit, and and mm-hmm. now she's at a point where, where she's more comfortable with that idea. And... You know, she'll say things like, Oh, Adam, like the Pope is okay with gay people. Isn't that great? You know, so like, it's crazy how much media can be so impactful.
2: Welcome to another episode of The Fog at Bay, the last episode of this season. I'm Ben Matsky. In today's episode, we hear from two male graduate students and one faculty member in the LGBTQ community as they talk about their experiences navigating the topic of sexual orientation in the scientific workplace. Although they discuss the various challenges they faced in the past, they'll also reflect on how society has progressively become more inclusive of the gay community and share their optimistic outlook towards the future. Here's Adam Melgoza, Marcus Chin, and Martin Kampman.
0: My name is Adam, I am a second year graduate student in the PSPG program, Pharmaceutical Sciences and Pharmacogenomics program.
3: Hi, I'm Marcus, I'm also a second year graduate student in the Pharmaceutical Sciences and
1: Pharmacogenomics program. My name is Martin, I am faculty at UCSF in the Department of Biochemistry and Biophysics and the Institute for Neurodegenerative Diseases.
3: Definitely, I think um, coming out to yourself happens one time. Um, so for me, um, there was this dissociation between what I like physically and then um, you know my professional life and then my family life. So I, I, I really didn't think about sexual orientation, I guess, until college. Um, so I knew from a young age that I was attracted to um, the male gender. So it was after a lot of self-reflection that I realized, hey, um, you know, I might be gay. And so that kind of sparked this really long, dark, you know, winding self-realization journey where I had to convince myself and to reconcile these these uh, confusing feelings with myself before I tell other people. And that definitely took a while before I was able to, to overcome that. I think it's easier to tell someone you're gay or that you're LGBT if you have a Significant other you can just say offhand or you can say on the side. Hey, I'm you know I'm seeing someone he or she I found it harder to just tell someone straight up I I am gay like to say those three words than to just mention my partner or 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 whoever
0: That makes sense. So you're saying that it's more of like It's brought up when it's relevant, but you don't want to just say oh by the way This is me, you know, I'm still a pretty private person.
3: I mean, I don't tell everyone Everything, um, So it's just like another part of your identity. And when it comes up, then you, you can feel comfortable to tell someone or not. But it's not like it doesn't define my identity, I guess.
1: I, I completely agree. It's my feeling as well that it's easier to just casually mentioned your male uh, significant other than it is to, to make that statement, I am gay. And in some sense, it's an asymmetrical situation because other people don't say I am straight, right? It's just <laughs> that the assumption yeah, yeah. is uh, that they are straight. Um, and so, so it is a little more difficult. I agree. and
3: I, I definitely feel like for me, those three words are very powerful. It took me a very long time for me to say it out loud to myself. So even uh, to this day, it, it's still, you know, a big deal for me to kind of say that. I mean, it's, it's gotten less difficult, um, you know, since I came to San Francisco. So I would rather mention it, you know, in passing, because I think that, that that's really getting to the core of who you are. And um, sometimes it's, it's hard to talk about that.
0: Um, so I come from a Mexican-American family, and uh, there's this concept called machismo, which is sort of like... In the Latin American communities it's about being rugged and masculine if you're a guy and showing signs of like femininity is a sign of weakness so being gay is like not very in a very good light in the Latino community. Over time you know I think it's been slowly changing but it is something that is also kind of deeply rooted in that culture that I so I I didn't feel as comfortable coming out and that that was one of my obstacles I'd say.
3: Um, Growing up in a uh, Chinese family, I would say for me, I mean, there wasn't any um, discrimination in my family growing up at all. But I knew that we had very strong uh, family traditions of, you know, a very tight-knit community where everyone knows everything. And there's another concept of, you know, passing on your, your bloodline. So to to have children and to uh, extend your family tree. So when I kind of realized that that I'm gay, I definitely uh, felt very ashamed of myself and that's what kind of made it really hard for me to, to tell my parents, which was a lot later after that. I think it helps to move to a different place. So, so when I graduated undergrad, um, I came out to my parents. That was a tough time, but soon after that, I moved to Cambridge, uh, UK, where I kind of basically Uh, reinvented myself. I was only going to be there for a year, so I was um, basically exploring myself, what I'm comfortable with. um, um, So yeah, it was a very supportive environment, and that kind of, coming back to San Francisco, that only, you know, improved um, in this liberal city, so that was great. Uh,
1: When I came out to my parents, I I definitely had very different reactions from the two of them. My mom, being kind of a more liberal, progressive person, was actually very, very positive about it, I think the, the, the one thing she did immediately say, though, is that she was worried I would catch HIV, um, which is obviously also not the nicest thing to immediately hear as the first thing. My dad, I think, uh, in general is an educated person, but slightly more conservative, and also had no con- personal you know experiences meeting anyone from the LGBT community. So he has had all sorts of prejudices in terms of, oh, Gay men would never have a stable relationship. They would always be very promiscuous. And uh, so he was negative about these things and told me immediately. And so after that mixed experience, I literally didn't talk to my parents about it for a long time. And um, so I told them actually um, when I was in college So it was a time when I no longer lived with them. But I do have to say, and, and, and a very nice and positive experience for me was that uh, you know, I recently got married to my husband, and uh, to see how warm and embracing my family has been has been a re- really positive experience. So what personally I took home from that is that for some people, the, the concept of being LGBT can be foreign and abstract. As you guys pointed out, you know, culturally, there can be a strong bias against it. But sometimes when people Tired to very specific people or situations Like they see their child is happy Because they are with somebody That can really change people, people's minds and hearts I think So I think even if people have an initial negative reaction From their family I think sometimes over time This can actually become a more positive situation question I have for for you um, Marcus and Adam um, since you are a little bit younger than me I wonder how um, visibility of of the LGBT community and individuals which I think has increased over time how that has changed maybe that first step of your personal coming out process so for example I remember that I was discovering feelings that I had for, for other guys, uh, you know, when I was in school, before I even had heard of the word, what the word gay even means, and, and, and that there's right. such a thing. I mean, I think definitely growing up, there was never any conversation about that at home. There were no gay characters on mm-hmm. TV. There was no internet when I grew up at that time. I, I think it's fair to say that you guys grew up and came out to yourself at a time where there was a bit more visibility. Was that something that shaped your coming out process? You are right in the sense that there were more gay people in the media, you know, growing
0: up. But although I feel like when I was younger, it was more so like they were the butt of the joke or kind of just like a side thing. It wasn't necessarily like like a genuine person that, you know, that's three dimensional and this is like an aspect of their, their identity. It wasn't until I was in high school that I watched the show Glee. Um, where I saw my first, and Marcus knows, because we talked about it before. we'll be lucky <laughs> Yeah, and uh, it's the first time that I saw a gay character that actually was going through the struggles of being gay in high school and being bullied and, you know, liking another guy, and, you know, and this was at a time when I was sort of coming out to myself, and it, w- it was so empowering to see someone like that, you know. Again, that representation, I think, is a really big,
1: of big importance. So how, how um, do you guys feel about representation in the scientific or academic community? Because obviously for us, all of us have two identities, right? Being LGBT, but then also being scientists. I think we are seeing more representation
3: in um,
1: in entertainment
3: and in uh, sports, uh, which is which is great. But those are also fields that get publicized more. In science, I don't see that many openly gay or, or lesbian uh, faculty uh, besides Martin, so I think there definitely should be more representation, um, some more mentors for people who who are potentially struggling with dealing with their profession and, and whether or not to perhaps talk about their sexual orientation at a workplace and, and how, to, how to manage that. So I think uh, what you're doing Martin is very great because. Um, I never had an LGBT mentor, and so Martin is my um, unofficial LGBT mentor. And um, it's great to have a mentor who can talk to you about, you know, some more personal things that might be going on in your life besides science. I'm kind of used to just talking to my professors and my professional mentors just about work, and uh, but obviously many other things go on in, um, a, you know, a student's life, and it is very refreshing to be able to. To talk
1: to someone else about um, perhaps your problems or, or LGBT issues or, or whatnot. I also have to say, you know, I, I agree, Marcus, absolutely with your point that there needs to be more visibility and um, there isn't enough visibility. And there are some people who are just amazing role models and trailer bases. And I was uh, very sad when Ben Barris passed away. And But, you know, I think it was great to see how he was celebrated for both his dual role as an amazing scientist, but also as an out transgender person and activist and I think um the fact that that was something that was just really enhancing uh his achievements and legacy was was I think very heartening to see right so I so I do think um you know I think it's great that there are these people who are visible and more than that some real activists and trailblazers and and hopefully uh that will encourage a lot of new people young people as well to be who they are yeah
3: I definitely feel like um, I don't want to jeopardize any opportunity um, that I'm given, you know, because of my LGBT status. So, I mean, I'm, I live in San Francisco and I know that it's a very open environment, but one of the fears that I have is that um, there may not be open prejudice, but there still may be subtle you know, internal um, discrimination or, or things um, that people don't tell you and that could manifest in different ways, that could uh, hurt you or not. It may be an irrational fear, but that's just something that I have thought about.
1: One question is: Could there be some um, some form of discrimination? And I think yes, there could be, right? And and I think that could be against any. Any aspect of who we are, what our identity is, or personality is, and, and some people will always have these biases, whether they're conscious or not, that can impact them. So, uh, to give you guys an example, when I was on the academic job market applying for for professorships, generally, you know, there's a first interview where um, it's all about science, but at the second interview, you know, oftentimes people will at least offer that you can uh, invite a significant other's to come for the second interview because sometimes questions like housing or other things are, are discussed that might affect your partner. And in those cases, I, I did decide to bring my, my partner at the time. We were not married yet. And I have to say that the experiences were very positive. I, I really had no negative experience from that people were respectful and in some cases actually very outgoing and and, and positive as well and that taught me something about the environment we are we are fortunate to be able to say that in this day and age and in this country and Mm -hmm. in this line of work right this is not true for a lot of people but i think we're lucky enough to say that the majority of of scientific institutions and labs and groups and, and people are I think going to be fine, and so and then it's up to us to make sure we are open about who we are to kind of avoid those places that, are, that might discriminate. I would say that in my personal life, I'm pretty open about it, you know, and I don't
0: mind people knowing or even telling other people, which that's fine, but when it comes to either my home life or my work life, I'm definitely a lot more reserved. Um, because, you know, in my personal life, if someone doesn't like me for being gay, well, whatever. I don't want to associate with them in the first place, you know, but if I'm if I have to work with them or live with them, I think that it would be better not to reveal that until I feel more comfortable with them. There has been a time where I was outed in a professional setting by one of my friends who did not think it was a bad thing to do because I was so open about it in my personal life and um it did lead to some mixed reactions and some awkward conversations and i'll just leave it at that but it could have been a lot worse but i just think maybe it's important um for the straight community or people not in the lgbt community to understand that in like more professional settings or in other settings that aren't in their personal life it might be something to um, talk about or ask before telling other people
1: probably i assume your friend obviously didn't think it was a big deal, right? Oh, not at all. And not so I think all, in yeah. some sense that in itself is a good thing because it does reflect that for most people it's almost a no-brainer and, and it's almost something they don't think twice about that this right. could have a negative impact and hopefully that's the direction in which we're headed, right? That in science we, we, you know, we meet people in a professional setting and in some sense we want to have a professional relationship with them and we don't want to jeopardize that by anything. The flip side of that too though is that um, I think science is like you know, any human activity, a social activity, and there's a, a, a social aspect to science as an LGBT person, um, not to share that part of you it can also be an isolating experience for some people, I think, right, because you, other people open up about their personal life, they bring partners to lab parties, for example, and if you, you're trying to put up this barrier between, this part of you that, that's an important part of who you, who you are and, and what you do outside lab, um, it can also be uh, something that almost puts this, this weight on you because you don't fully share and you're not fully participating in some of these social aspects of, of science maybe. So, so it's a conundrum, right? It's a difficult situation. I mean, from my personal experience, I've definitely become more comfortable Coming out to people early and early, and I can definitely say that that I think um, really there's been an overwhelmingly positive uh, reaction. So I, I would always encourage people to uh, to do it. But obviously, you want to do it on your terms, right? You don't want right. to be outed by somebody else, right? Yeah, yeah.
0: So do you feel like your identity as an LGBT person has affected your career
1: at all? Well, we can also turn that around and say, is it has it maybe influenced my career in positive ways? I I, I do think it it can often sensitize people to understanding struggles that people go through to appreciate diversity. And so I think these things, if anything, I feel are actually uh, very enriching both to my personal life but also to my professional life and especially, you know, s- starting to lead a group, build a group and, and working with all sorts of different people. I do feel that maybe my own experience does give me an added uh, understanding of, of diversity of people and, and, uh, and appreciating that. So UCSF actually had uh, something that I think is quite interesting and special. Um, Going back many years, they had a so-called out list. So this was a public list where everybody who wanted to be out would just write their name into the list on the student, faculty, staff, medical doctor level. And I think it got started at a time when that was still really something that could have impacted your career in a negative way. So it was a really bold step by people who said, I don't care, I'm going to be visible and that way encourage other people. And this list still definitely existed a few years ago, and I was on it and several other people, but I think um, it was thought that, wow, in this day and age, it's almost anachronistic. We don't even need this anymore. <laughs> it's, it's funny you mentioned the Outlist because um,
3: when I first came to UCSF, that was one of the first things that um, I sought out. So I, I looked for some. LGBT support system, some sort of community, some sort of office, and then I saw the outlist, and um, so that was reassuring to know that there are uh, leaders in, in medicine and in pharmacy in the graduate division that are public about you know, their LGBT status and are willing to be mentors for um, you know, new students, anyone in the UCSF community.
1: I think UCSF has been, has been good, and there have been faculty who have done amazing work over the time. I would say the main gap is really in the basic sciences, and, but uh, yeah, I hope that will, that will also change over time. I feel very comfortable living in San Francisco. I think the whole, it's, it's a very liberal
3: city, it's a great city to live in, so I don't feel ever uncomfortable that I don't have any sort of support system, because I can just, I have friends who are gay, you know, I have mentors so um, you know this might be more important in, in a location yeah. that potentially they don't have that sort of um, uh, liberal you know thinking or, or whatnot uh, in their environment so then they need this sort of support system uh, in their, in their institution
0: yeah we are pretty lucky yeah. to be in San Francisco for sure
3: you know I don't think I can recall a time you know started my PhD at UCSF where I felt that the uh, space was unsafe
0: yeah as far as my gay identity goes no I wouldn't say so um for my Mexican identity yeah there have there has been a moment or two but for the most part it, it's been pretty inclusive and supportive
3: yeah I definitely feel like I'm, I'm a, a much po- uh, more positive person now than when I was struggling with my identity um just being happy and open and not repressing any of your emotions and your feelings um yeah it was definitely a, a very beneficial for
1: me and, and, and I personally always encourage everybody to come out, but at the same time, you know, it is every time like a, a little adventure and a little step you have to take, and it never completely stops, I think, right? So, you, you, But I, I also think it does get easier over time, and, and, and society changing helps as well. But, you know, people will also have negative experiences once in a while. But I think by building on the positive reactions and the, the support that they get that that hopefully makes them resilient as well to those few negative experiences that they can have, yeah. I think the fact
3: that we're here talking about, you know, this issue is, is great. I think, um, you yeah. know, we're building visibility. Um, you know, I'm here with my mentor, my friends. Um, I, th- I think it's, it's a really great space. And I think definitely um, the times are evolving for the better um, socially. And I think we can definitely be a part of that change.
0: Yeah, my high school you know insecure scared self wouldn't have ever imagined me talking about this in a podcast you know in a professional setting at UCSF so I think it is pretty cool that we're at this point um, and hopefully we're just going to keep moving forward.
2: We want to thank Adam, Marcus, and Martin for sharing their stories of vulnerability and showing us how society has evolved over the course of many collective discussions on LGBTQ issues. Of course, this episode only brushed on a few perspectives from the gay community. There are still many biases and hurdles to be crossed against gay as well as other LGBTQ groups. Please contact us by emailing us at thefogatbay at at gmail.com or finding us on Facebook to share your experience as a member of the LGBTQ community. This episode was written and produced by Lake Odamo with editing help from Alison Comrie, Anna Lipkin, Dimitri Rumis, and me, Ben Mansky. The Fog at Bay is supported and funded by the UCSF Vice Chancellor and Provost Office. Thank you for listening and stay tuned for more.